Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday, December 22nd edition of the AM show hosted live on the Alpha Mint Discord and, of course, live on YouTube and Twitch as well. Uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, coming out today. It's uh, three days before Christmas. The market seems like it's in a little bit of a lull, as we all predicted. This kind of tends to happen. Uh, people step away from their computers. They're not staring at JPEGs all the time, um, but NFTs are alive and well in the uh, the Alpha Alpha Mint Discord, as well as the Alpha Mint Moon Lounge. Some great, great stuff going on there over the last week. Um, I am your host, R2DJ, joined with me, as always, by the Lemon King of Ohio, Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Hey, now, breaking news. My ra- my orc just got back from raiding. So I'm there very you go. excited. I'm going to collect those shards, baby. We, man, that might be the first time orcs have been mentioned on this show in like 48 <laughs> hours. Pretty impressive <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, actually, we were just talking during the pre-show. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, very excited to announce that uh, we did give away our first lemon. That was thanks to Card at All. Cardinal is uh, Cardinal and you and myself go way back to the uh, the OG days of BitClout. Um, and, and many of those uh, that community has joined us here in Alpha Mint and are uh, moved on to NFTs. But Cardinal was um, was very kind enough to give away a lemon on um, on Twitter, and uh, he has done so this morning. So that was uh, given out to OCM fan. I don't think they're here in the show, but congratulations on winning a little lemon friend. That is super exciting, um, and I hope that he holds on to that or she uh, holds on to that indefinitely because I think it's only good things from there. Yes, congratulations. Welcome to the Lemon family. We we love the lemons. We live lemons. We laugh lemons. Lemons. It, it's lemons everywhere. And as we also alluded to on the show and, and, you know, some announcements and stuff, Free Market is also generously going to be giving away a little samurai lemon today at some point in the show. So make sure that you're in the audience, you stay in the audience, and we will let you know exactly what's going down um, when we are I'll, ready to give that away, I'll even give you guys a hint. It's going to be a quiz. So, you Ooh. know, start studying, go, go pull up those Wikipedia pages, maybe Google Greek history or some random subject. Pretend you're on Jeopardy. Start getting right. And in, in uh, pure uh, Sin City fashion, you're going to have to add the word lemon to the beginning of the answer as well. Lemon. Just kidding. Um, no, that's that's really exciting. Um, and we've got lots more giveaways coming up. Uh, Free Market and I were talking about how we can make the week between Christmas and New Year's extra special. As we said, there's always a little bit of a lull. Um, so we might as well have some fun with it and keep the ball rolling and, uh, and you know, enter entertain everybody and have some fun and uh and you know not let the uh not let the momentum of nfts die just because the market is going to be a little bit softer or maybe i could be wrong and the market takes off well i mean hell i'll tell you that yesterday felt like the last day with or the first day with no public mints since the summer i was there anything um, public minting i know there was a few whitelists uh but wow it, it i'm was sure there quiet was a couple of things, but it didn't uh it didn't really take anything by storm uh i saw mendel's being mentioned a lot um in the in the chat here and there but that is not in public sale so uh yeah we're gonna go over that and, and take a look at what's going on um but I, I think most teams that have been putting in a lot of work to launch a successful nft project probably realize that uh this is maybe not the time to do it so um um, so yeah, we've we've got some stuff. Anyways, enough about um, me and NFTs. How are you? What's uh, how was your day yesterday? 
Oh, my day was fabulous. It was, like we said, very quiet on the NFT front, but very nice rebound in crypto. And that always makes my uh, my crypto bag feel good. So. Yeah, crypto is uh, is looking A-OK. Um, maybe, like we said, not out of the woods yet. There's still some work to do, but it is bouncing around in that channel. Um, I will pull that up right now and take a look. Uh, looking at CoinGecko, yeah, Bitcoin was touching 50,000 again. Uh, it's up a little bit, about 2% percent on the week feels pretty good about that ethereum uh having a, a bit of a run it's been pretty flat over the last 24 hours but yeah up five percent on the week and uh maybe that's a graphical bug it should be up more than that in 24 hours but uh um yeah just uh, above the four thousand dollar mark again and that is um that is a, a level that feels very comfortable it did hit as high as looks like just over 4100 at some point yesterday um, and 4,000 looks like it's been a pretty solid resistance point. So uh, I think, um, as we always say, these, the sideways action, even if it's up and down within a, you know, give or take 5%, pretty good for NFTs. Uh, we'll see what that means during Christmas though. There's an old adage in traditional markets and that's never short a dull market. And you see it happen a lot where there are these huge run-ups and then you get the inevitable flagging out or consolidation phase, which we're in right now. And they could be violent. You could see some false breakdowns. It could frustrate both sides in each direction. Um, but the longer that these things tend to just sit there and consolidate, the more chance that the pattern is going to resolve uh, in, in its higher percentage probability. And since we're bull flagging out here, that would be up. So I think the longer these things go sideways and the more dejected people get, uh, the more chance that this is going to resolve up and it's getting more boring by the day. So I'm never short a dull market and it's getting pretty dull. Let's hope that uh, that holds here, that adage. Yeah, it, it it does always seem to be that thing where everyone's like, oh, my God, poke it with a stick like crypto. Can you can the devs do something like make something happen? Um, I typically I, I shouldn't say typically as if it's like a, a foregone conclusion, but a lot of the times that's when uh, a solid little run starts happening and, um, you know, takes everybody by surprise. It kind of did that earlier this year. You know, Tesla had the announcement that they were buying. It ran right up to 64,000 Bitcoin, that is. Um, then Elon Musk decided that Bitcoin was bad for the environment and that he was a Doge Maxi. It dumped uh, and then it just traded sideways down up uh, in that channel. And then uh, and then, you know, come November, what was it? October, November, we hit that uh, $69,000 high on Bitcoin and almost 5000 on Ethereum, I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that there's still the charts are firming up. They still look good. But until we get above, say, 4,500 on ETH, that chart is still kind of 50 50 as to what the next big move is. Yeah. A um, couple projects having really big weeks. Uh, everybody's favorite blockchain, uh, NFT blockchain Solana is up uh, 15%. Um, I guess they turned it back on. Uh, Ripple having a, a good week, but I don't like to talk about Ripple at all. Uh, AVAX and uh, Terra doing very well as well. AVAX is up uh, 41%. Terra is up 56%. So lots I going on there. You're seeing you're seeing a few mainstream entities and well put together projects that aren't just Ethereum knockoffs start to show up uh, on Solana. Keith Grossman yesterday, uh, CEO of Time Magazine, who I look up to and respect, got his first Solana NFTs over the last week with that Catalina whale mixer and then the flowers 
um, that came out yesterday. And I think Solana is firmly uh, grooving into their eventual destiny as an L2 for Ethereum. I mean, this is what L2s are good for. Um, right now, they're still doing their own chain thing. But I think that with the amount of restarts their router needs that doesn't have a very long half-life. And eventually, they're just going to give up and become a bridge for Ethereum. And I think they'll be one of the better L2s out there. So wait, waiting patiently to become a uh, Solana Maxi. I would love to be yeah. in the room with you saying that to an actual Sol Maxi. Ah, of course. Please get them on the show. Oh, I know you how your chain is going to I would just love to be a fly mm. on the wall for that conversation. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Solana is having a, a pretty decent week and it's not going anywhere. That's the thing, right? It's just firmly shot up to the top five in the uh, market caps and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So, um, I guess on that note, we can just jump into a little bit of Solana news. Um, People-backed Render Network raises $30 million from Solana, Alameda, and more. The decentralized network provides 3D rendering power for NFTs and more. It is used as artists, used by artists such as People and Pack. Um, I mean, kind of mixed feelings. Like People has had so, so, so much success on the Ethereum network. Um, I, I got to wonder why this is being promoted, but I guess it's just a decentralized rendering network. I've seen those before in the past. Uh, I remember back as far as 2017, Gollum used to be one. I think they've rebranded. No idea what it was called. Uh, but yeah, precious. it was. <laughs> yeah, no, like, uh, yeah, not that kind of Gollum. Like the, oh. Stone, stone golems or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they were like a decentralized computing power network where you would, you know, exchange their token in, in, in exchange for people rendering your artwork in a decentralized way. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if something like this continues to take off. I think cloud computing power is always an interesting concept. Um, and maybe this is one of the leading factors of Solana getting there maybe. Yeah, good luck to Solana. I just um, claimed my uh, Zug, 900 Zug on L1, like a gentleman. They put this switch to Polygon <laughs> button up in front of me. I quickly dispensed with it and paid $66 to claim my Zug. Amazing. You're just, Thank uh, you. you just made some miners day, honestly. Good. Good. Look That's what that. I'm here for. Um, yeah. Okay. So any thoughts on people participating in, <laughs> in uh, Solana or <laughs> I'm so glad that this conversation is of utmost importance. To you. <laughs> I think, I think, I think um, uh, anything people touches is, uh, is good. I th- you know, whatever render. Cool. These are, <laughs> these are main, these are going to be the mainstream entities uh, that corporations use to get into NFTs because they need advisement. That's not easy to do. And this is these these are one of the paths they're going to use, just like they use Polygon. So good for people. I like it. If you think if you think um, free market loves talking about Solana, wait till you bring up crypto taxes with him. <laughs> crypto who's? <laughs> oh, what? All right, let's move on. Um, let's talk a little bit of uh, banter, I guess you could call it. Elon Musk and Jesse blast Web3 as a centralized gimmick controlled capitalists. Uh, I'm sure somewhere Shubang is getting the high five. Yeah, the CEOs of Tesla are touched off on one of the year's best picking a powerful VC from Horowitz. This is like the ultra rich doing with the ultra uh, uh, where do you want to go with this pot 
I don't know. Jack Dorsey, actually, he through and through going um, going to its uh, you know tweet that says I think it was Cardi B. Do you think going to replace the dollar? And he says yes. Well, um, he does not have any love for anything other than Bitcoin, which is fine. We've talked about the BTC a lot. I personally of the mindset that um, BTC, like the unit of measure, uh, as much as I love Ethereum and some of the other cryptos, I have nothing against them. I'm not like a through and through Bitcoin maxi, but I do have these underlying feelings about uh, Bitcoin's importance in the uh, the unbanked world. Uh, but I don't agree with them that there's not room for anything else. You know, certain things have um, their own utility and their own purpose in growing this ecosystem. And it's, you know, that's like saying, um, you know, Ford should be the only car company and uh, everything else is just noise, right? You know, I, I just, uh, I, I don't agree with them on on that standpoint. Uh, but Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey definitely going after the Web3, basing it's being commercialized uh, through and through by, by large corporations that are looking to take you for your money. Um, and this is coming from the heads of two cor- large corporations that are more than happy to take your money. So, you know, what is it? So let's analyze what this asshole is doing right now. <laughs> the First of all, he quit his job as CEO of Twitter because he just could not hold his shit posts back any longer. They had seeped out, obviously, as we've seen a, a, a mere troll here and there from him. But he just went, you know, full, full blown uh, maxi Bitcoin maxi yesterday and was commenting on any Web3 thread he could find using the. The the most ridiculous argument trying to drum up support from, you know, by admonishing the rich and saying that Web3 is just about lining the pockets of VCs. I think it's a ridiculous moralistic argument that ignores so much. I mean, I think that Ethereum, I think the people who like Ethereum are people who are trying to become billionaires and the people who like Bitcoin are the billionaires. And now they're telling you that all these rich people who aren't as rich as them are the evil ones trying to trick you out of your money. It comes off as disingenuous, but maybe even if it's not disingenuous, it just comes off as him being in a bubble and not understanding how the world works and how Bitcoin is not going to uh, allow people to get rich or gain anything. If anything, it's just going to stop the bleeding that they're feeling from their own local governments or fiat currency. Bitcoin is a bet that everything is going to break. And Ethereum is a bet that everything is going to work. Yeah, I mean, I, we've we've talked about that f- before. I think we see things slightly differently on that, but I think our underlying uh, belief about you know conversations like this is the same. As you said, it's just you know one ultra rich asshole arguing with some other rich assholes. And there's nothing wrong with being rich, but uh, yeah, like it just uh, you know step down from Twitter, start talking shit. Oh, by the way, free market. This is going to be my last AM show because I just want to shit post from now on too. <laughs> um, and not worry about what people think. But uh, no, it's like, I, again, I, I don't know how much we want to actually talk about this, but uh, I, Elon is just, um, 
like I love the guy for his his visions, like where he sees that he can bring something like a, a Tesla or SpaceX or Solar City, just these big, big, big ideas, and um, you know his his willingness and desire to to make them happen is kind of second to none. But it just you know it, it's I, I also find it so funny that he's more than happy to fud other things that you know are are trying to build stuff. Like I just uh, I don't I don't always get it. Yeah, it, it again, I think it's just that he's in a bubble. He thinks he's doing good and he doesn't realize exactly what uh, what he's doing, because once you are that wealthy, it is very hard to see um, to see things clearly. So, right. I like think, you're, you're protecting people from these big VC firms and, and corporate things. But meanwhile, you're more than happy to shitpost about, you know, moving markets like Bitcoin and Ethereum and pumping Doge and people are, you know, losing their shirts on that. I, I don't know. I fucking hate it if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And I just think Jack is wrong here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think everybody in the audience is going to agree with us. I mean, we have a, a reason why we're here and listening to it. So, I, you know, with a grain of salt, we are in our own echo chamber in Alphamint sometimes. But, I, you know, we like to take in as much outside information and talk about these things as possible, as much as possible, because it's important to have that uh, outside perspective. And if anybody agrees with um, with pardon me, Jack Dorsey or Elon Musk in regards to this, um, you know, by all means, jump up, have the conversation with us. We're not going to uh, rush you out of the discord. Um, but yeah, again, we're NFT centric and I got to believe that that's why we're here. Um, one person who definitely doesn't agree with Jack Dorsey and uh, Jack Dorsey uh, kind of laid it down on him was Beanie yesterday. This was, um, I guess, epic would be the word that I would use. I know you you died when you saw it. Um, and the uh, the moon lounge was uh, up in flames seeing this. But yeah, Beanie posted um, the problem with Jack Dorsey and Elon Musk is that neither has built anything that's actually profitable. At the crux of it, they're just really good snake oil salesmen, stock promoters of the highest caliber. None of this is possible in Web3. That's why they're intimidated by it. I get that he's saying like we're in the, you know, first they laugh, then they, whatever, now they fight you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, Jack Dorsey just replied with star GN capital and uh, pretty much just a giant mic drop on there. Uh, Beanie got ratioed to all hell. And uh, here we are. Yeah. If you don't know, uh, Beanie has started good morning capital which is his VC arm that he uses to take outside money and invest it in uh, NFTs and crypto. And this is just a, another great example of two rich idiots thinking one has the moral high ground on the other, arguing about shit that nobody really cares about. And it is, it, it, it was absolutely hilarious as as much as I've admonished Jack, I was very happy to see that as Beanie can get under my skin, too, as most of the things he tweets are projection. It's li he's literally talking about himself. I think he's smart enough to know that. And he realizes that he is a clown and a carnival barker. And the same way people will make spelling mistakes for engagement, I believe he says exactly what he's doing in a way that makes it seem like someone else is doing it because he knows his shit's going to get ratioed and popular and he's going to get talked about on the best NFT show on the planet the next day. Yeah, but Beanie is absolutely conscious of the fact that he is making some ridiculous hot takes. 
Yeah, of course. I gotta believe it's, it. It's, I gotta believe it. Yeah, easy tactic. Um, I'm actually just surprised. I, I don't know how Jack Dorsey finds these tweets, and you know how somebody like Beanie, who I mean, he has 160 thousand followers. It's not nothing, but uh, you know, pops up on his radar and uh, and and unleashes that blow. I literally just got rugged by orcs because they added two days to my rating. And in the two days they added for apparently no reason, which I've learned is due to the switch to Polygon. So big fuck you to Polygon. Uh, They added two days and now the crab land where you can get the most bone shards has closed. All the bone shards have been taken from there. So I would just like to tell the CEO of Polygon that uh, fuck you. Free market wants to speak to the manager. Yes, please. Manager if of anyone area. knows the manager of Polygon, I'd like to see them. Well, you might know the manager of uh, Orcs. You could talk to them. Uh, the Orcs. We love Orcs. We say <laughs> the devs. The devs are our gods amongst men. There you go. Um, a little bit of other news more towards the NFT world. Snoop Dogg uh, posts on his main account, you know, if it, it is Cosmo or not. But uh, he says, when I <coughs> ape I in, I ape all the way in. And he bought himself a full set of uh apes the mutant ape a board ape uh the m2 mutant ape and a uh kennel club all with the leopard print uh on there and they look pretty good he um he had some fun with that too and uh i'm sure he spent a pretty penny on it uh but the floor on uh on board apes continues to reflect all of this uh you know social status and these big names that uh people are you know jumping into he's also got it as the profile picture and you know snoop dog has 20 million followers so tomorrow morning uh it's going to happen apes are going to flip punks it's what we'll be talking about on the show and uh, you can all watch it happen in real time we will uh yeah i guess uh we'll we'll put that up for you and see what happens um but it does feel like it's inevitable feels like it's coming um and you know it's coming constantly seeing constantly seeing board apes um everywhere and punks just nowhere so um even our Time vegans have a people. nice little run from last week you know up uh up almost 100 percent mm-hmm. time to sell your apes and buy punks and i don't mean today i mean into this parabolic move that's going to happen over the next two months so. yeah i mean i gotta believe that the uh the supply on the apes are gonna tighten up uh very very high as that social status that kind of comes with it becomes very you know important to the holders um, apes are going know. to 100 e before february and mutants will be 20 20 eth you're going to 20th floor on the punks Oh, mutants, mutants, sorry. Mutants. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought we were still talking about the flip. Got it. Hmm? Yeah, um, punks, will, punks will bottom out between 40 and 50, and everyone will bitch and, and complain. It's uh, it's amazing that you see, like, I see punks out there coping. So, like, you would just think that they know you want to, like, look above the fray and all this stuff. And I come, hear them coming on saying, I love my punk so much. I'll hold it to zero. What do you mean hold it to zero? Don't even say something like that. Like, what kind of stupid supposition? is that this is a crypto punk my only thought was that they're trying to fud their bags so that they can uh, so that they can get in but uh, i was a it's amazing how much cope there is right now in that community because you know their entire ego is based upon them being like these these magnanimous ogs and now these furry dirty monkeys are just 
gaining on them at breakneck speed and everyone cool wants an ape and no one wants a punk and got to buy that FUD, man. You buy when there's blood in the streets. Yeah, I mean, I understand the pain that comes with buying something for a hundred. Well, I don't understand it. I get it. <laughs> um, just buying something for a hundred ETH and then having it draw back down to fifty ETH. But you know, if you only have three hundred thousand dollars in the bank, you don't go shopping for a Lambo, right? Um, yeah. You crash that Lambo and it's fucking over. I, I, we can talk about nuance. It's a completely different discussion. But you know, if if somebody is um, like really, really coping with the fact that that that's how much it's gone down. They've probably overextended themselves or, uh, you know, they minted it and they hodled for for too long. And, you know, they're watching almost all of their net worth that was grown with this asset plummet with this asset as well. And I'm sorry, but like, you know, if your punk is all of a sudden worth two million dollars and, uh, you know, your the rest of your portfolio is worth like a small fraction of that, just take the money, man. Just take it. <laughs> Yeah, this, the, the HODL meme has done in a lot of people and it is psyops and it is on purpose because you need people to be bag holders and you need people to buy your bags when they're too expensive. So just you be very wary of that whole, you know, HODL meme and you realize that if any of your NFTs are worth life-changing money to you can get you out of debt, can buy you a house, can make you comfortable, you sell that fucking JPEG. This isn't this is like this. I know it's crazy. You don't want to see it become an X copy and go to 3000 E the next year. I've heard that has happened before, but still, if it's life changing money, you take it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're, it's honestly like, I guess it's different because the guy lost it, but it's like that guy who's got $300 million in Bitcoin sitting in a dump. Like, yeah. you know, he, he threw that out. He sat on it, whatever. Um, and, you know, this is, it's kind of ruined him. He's going to spend the rest of his life searching for that hard drive that probably is, doesn't even work anymore. Um, and you know, he's not going to be able to move on. So if you, you know, if you are worth zero ETH and your punk all of a sudden goes up to a hundred ETH and you watch that, it's going to be hard to cope with it for sure. I, uh, I completely agree. The issue is that this market can go very illiquid for very large stretches of time. And you're going to be forced by your real life circumstances to do something you don't want to do. And that's why you sell into volume and that's why you sell on the way up, even if you don't nail the top. Yeah, that's the the biggest mistake is just try, you know, even, you know, if something's five ETH and you sell it and it runs up to 50 or 5.6 ETH, like don't, you should, don't worry about the fact that you missed out on that extra 12%, right? Like just move on with it. <laughs> Yep. Don't try to squeeze every penny out. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about another pretty uh, prominent figure, maybe not as prominent as Snoop Dogg, but uh, um, we're going to lead into a little segment that we have after this. But yeah, Dennis Rodman uh, changed his Twitter profile picture and I think on Instagram to a My Pet Hooligan and uh, yesterday morning tweeted out GM. Um, Dennis Rodman, uh, for anybody under the age of 30, was a pretty prominent basketball player and uh, subject of a lot of headlines, a lot of tabloid um, stuff. And uh, he was pretty, pretty larger than life figure that played along Michael Jordan. Um, but he's always kind of just lingered around and, and relevance. And uh, yeah, I guess I, I don't know if my pet hooligan paid him to do this, if he just saw it and thought it was, um, you know, cool art. I, I Did you know Dennis Rodman was even in NFTs? Is that a thing? If you live in Orange County, 
then you have a bar story with Dennis Rodman. This is the, <laughs> this is the one fact that I know that if you live there, you have a crazy bar story about Dennis Rodman. I forgot where I heard that, but I, uh, I've heard it a few times and no, I've never heard of him getting into NFTs, but I think that he definitely has the vibe that NFTs would be right up his alley. Like, like it really is a beast celebrity type of thing right now. Ja Rule and Dennis Rodman. And, you know, what I like, these guys were fun. Like they were fun celebrities who kind of walked on the wild side and lived in the counterculture. And that's who's attracted to NFTs right now. So it doesn't Dude, surprise I me. just I realized while looking at his Twitter while it was up on screen that he has his open C portfolio in the bio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's hilarious, man. It's just like yeah. the most random, like, I feel like I'm looking at my own wallet, if I'm being honest with you. I'm wondering like, how much of it was airdropped because his wallet is done. He's got a crypto Maury's. He's got oh, a nice. bad bunnies. He's got oh, a Roboto's. And then he's got like a random like grind ape club or right. like little mate. Like I have no idea what these things are. Yeah, maybe some of them mm-hmm. were dropped, but a couple more is in there. A swamp first. Um, punk friends. And then he's got a Sean Sean Hemp crypto dunks. I don't know. Maury's Maury's are one of my my favorite projects. And I want to shout out the family who is like so into lemons. And, and I see like every other profile in the lemons lounge is a family. And I, I love those, those crypto mores. There's some really cool derivatives coming up for them. And that's just a great example of a project. I think it's going to get to one E next year when volume comes back to this market, it's sitting at about 0.3 right now. Cause I think some people are trying to harvest those losses, but yeah, love the crypto more shout out to the family. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Mori's are great and I think they're, uh, on fast track to be a Coinbase drop as well, but, um, we'll see. I got to show you this cool derivative. Someone's working. I love when they do like the really good 3d interpretations of, of these cool 2d PFP projects we have. So I'll, I'll get that info next week, but they look really good. What a derivative of what the Maury's crypto Maury's. Yeah. There's oh, a cool. very, very sick 3d crypto Maury derivative coming. Um, and I'll, I'll get that info for everyone next week. Amazing. Um, I'm going to use this opportunity to actually segue into my pet hooligan and uh, maybe just some um, like high quality 3d art in general. Uh, you know, we saw the, the, uh, I, I don't even know how to say it. The Clone X. I was going to say the explosion, but you know, it's it was kind of all over the place. But um, Clone X is it did really well. Is doing really well, um, and maybe leading the charge a little bit on uh, a resurgence of metaverse profiles. Uh, I think I think you and I are in agreement that these don't always make the best profile pictures. But you know, I, I've seen some of these my pet hooligans pop up. Um, I th- actually think that they look really good just from like an art standpoint and a character standpoint. Um, you know, I, I've seen some in profile pictures and I'm not fighting the project, but uh, not always my favorite. They're like a little bit too detailed to be shrunk down. Um, although I see uh, the King Lawson in the, the, uh, the AM show chat and like I immediately recognize that it's a, a hooligan. So maybe I'm a little bit backwards on that. But um, I think that these are going to be uh, really good. They're holding their floor pretty well. 0.45. I think they got up as high as 0.7 um, pre-review. And, uh, you know, with a lot of the other floors dropping, these seem to have done um, really, really well. Lots of volume and lots of above floor sales still going on there. But, uh, you know, we talked yesterday about Lucky Zeros. 
And there was a lot of talk, as I mentioned before, about Mendel's NFT. Um, and, you know, these these 3D picture, prof, uh, 3D avatar uh, projects seem to be popping up a lot more. Uh, you had a little bit of a chance to look into Lucky Zeros a bit, I think. And we are sitting at 1.6, uh, 1,600 of them minted out of 888. Now, keep in mind that is still in pre-sale. Uh, not a lot of uh, activity going on in terms of volume and um floor price but uh yeah i'm I, I think that i'm still keeping an eye on this so you know bold simplicity is not normally what is gone for in 3d art that's what i think these uh these zeros are kind of doing well here is that even though they're 3d art and when you zoom in the textures are just really really good on their clothing and their fur and their skin and all that just looking at that right now yeah it looks really great but when you zoom out the boldness and simplicity of it speaks to the pfp bowl now we know that most of these 3d projects that are coming out now whether it's clonex or my pet hooligan or even these non-fudgeable humans which will be minting Next week, there's more at play here. These are going to be movable, workable characters within various metaverses. And these roadmaps are going to take time to play out. So you can't buy it under that thesis expecting to flip it, obviously. But that's what these projects tend to go for, though this one doesn't necessarily have metaverse promises or plans. It just looks good in the PFP. So I wouldn't shy away from 3D projects if they're not PFPable, especially because they just have, um, they have all these other facets to it, which people can't really understand right now. One of the things I talk about a lot is I think next year is gonna be the year of hardware, whether we're talking about tiny little thin screens you keep in your pocket to display top shot cards, or whether we're talking about you know interactive frames that you can put on your wall. Um, this is this is what I think is really one thing that's going to bring NFTs forward. It's lacking right now, and it, it really plays into uh, the 3D meta, which is becoming very popular. So, yeah, definitely. I I, I don't know. I got to think these are one to to watch out for. I'm getting a lot of. Um a lot of the uh, Cool Man's Universe kind of vibes where they could go with like a lot of color, a lot of different textures, um, even just um, some different actual like base figure types, which uh, 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 Cool Man's did really well. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, yesterday, I think they were sitting at 300, 400 minted out. It it didn't look like there was uh, much going on in there, but it seems to continue to be going. And there's about five hours left, I believe it says on the website, uh, four hours and 50 minutes left until the public sale. So I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on the volume and see where where that goes. It happened. happened. They flipped. They flipped. Punks, uh, Punks are now lower than apes. Apes have flipped punks. It just happened. Where are you seeing this? Uh, I've had multiple people message me to tell me. Right now, the floor on punks is 52.69, and the floor on apes is 53.81. The flippening has occurred. All right. Live on screen. Uh, Oh, we have a DC investor actually just pulled this up as well. Always good for breaking news. He is. And... uh, Looks like it's official now. Congrats on this. Seriously, the Bored Apes have got heart. And yes, the base floor price of Bored Apes is now officially higher, as Free Market said, by uh, one ETH. 
um, see if the uh, punks can rally back from this or if uh, bored apes are just going to go absolutely parabolic on this news. But uh, but uh, you said it was going to happen yesterday and you lied to us. <laughs> or no, you tomorrow, sorry. Tonight. <laughs> I said it would happen tonight. All right, it was a little early. Um, I do think apes are going to 100 and punks are going to fall to 40, maybe even a little under. So At the same time? Watch. Yeah. Keep Next bet. Yeah, a 60 ETH disparity the in the floor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you when you're doing... right, you start to sound so like so smug. I love it. I can hear it. I can <laughs> I hear just, the I, I, grin on your face. Look, I got bearish on punks a few months ago. I'm starting to get bullish on them again. I still love apes and I'm not bearish on them, but I'm certainly if if I had one, I'd be looking for my exit um, again. I know it's a club. I know there's utility. If that's your goal, we're talking something completely different. But if we're talking about ETH, you start to look to want to sell uh, apes into the volume I expect to see in the next two months and, and maybe buy punks as a, as a rebound play, mean reversion. So as a uh, interesting question, a while ago you posed, um, would you rather spend 100 ETH on an ape or 100 ETH on a punk? You had to spend all of it and you didn't get to keep any of it. Um, and you know, we kind of split sides on it. You said a punk, um, let's go further with this question. Uh, you're saying that you think apes are going to get to a hundred ETH floor at this around the same time. Punks will be at a 40 ETH floor. Would you rather buy a punk for 40 ETH or an ape for a hundred ETH? Oh, punk. No question. You're still going punk because my call. I guess that makes sense. I don't know why I'm yeah. asking it like that. That seems like an yeah. obvious play. And and my call was not on price and not as an investment thesis. My call is who are you and what are you looking for as utility from your NFTs? For who FMC is and what he wants out of NFTs, I just think an, a punk would be more valuable to me. Whereas I think a lot of people would think an ape would be more valuable to them about who it gives them access to and, and what this ape would be. So, you know. That's it's it's definitely personal preference. And I don't think there's a right answer. But the idea that punks don't have utility is a misnomer. They have always had utility because being in the punks is a club and it's a serious club. And whether you you see them, you know, bitching a little bit on Twitter or maybe not acting the best or whatever, the real ones, the ones who don't get into these petty, you know, your ETH is worth more than mine squabbles. I think they're very, very valuable, smart connections. And there's a lot of alpha in that punks chat, I promise. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with anything um, that you said. And if I'm being honest with you, if I could see you rocking a profile picture other than your began, uh, your Star Wolf or your little lemon friend uh, in fourth place, it would definitely be a punk over a board ape. Well, no, I, I like orcs better than as far as what I would Here's wear. As my, yeah, sure. Oh, OK. So if you bought a punk, it wouldn't be your PFP. Uh, I may rock it for a few days. I, I prefer Begons <laughs> aesthetically over punks. I would use the punk as my ticket into the alpha room. Basically. Amazing. I don't yeah, li- no, I, I, we're we're punks, Begon maxis through and through, honestly, in, the, in that conversation. The, the punks I like are never going to be worth less than $10 million. So <laughs> like the ones that I think look good are just, they, they don't get caught up in bear markets. Like, and you see yeah. it too, like grail fidenzas, even though the fidenza floor is down to 50, there's not one grail fidenza that's been lowered. No one's taken a penny less. This is, you know, that's, and you have to look at the markets this way. Like this, it, what is the floor really telling you? If an alien or a zombie sells 
for $10 million or $12 million in the first quarter of next year, you can expect that floor to start ramping back up super quick. And no one's taking less for a zombie or an ape or, a, or an alien. Love it. Love it. Well, that's big news. Um, and I guess now that it's actually happened, it'll be fun to watch where it goes from here. Um, you know, you've always, uh, obviously drawn your line in the sand, but I think the punks aren't going to lie down um, completely. But I guess it's not really up to them. They have to have a, outside money coming in to push that floor up. So, And, that, you know, that's the great point. Is any outside money going to be flowing into punks anytime soon? I doubt yeah. it. It's, it's I got to believe when somebody's yeah. faced with uh, 55 ETH purchase, they're buying a board mm-hmm. ape over a punk right now. Like they're in this... Yeah, I think in this no moment, question. for sure. Um, cool. Well, that's going to be uh, another topic of discussion that we will have to, to follow back on. Um, other than that, I think the only thing we had was um, like the creature world kind of drama. We, we, you know, we talked about the 3D profile pictures. Mendel's was a, uh, a big conversation yesterday. I think they look great. I'm curious to see what happens with them once they're fully minted out. Looks like they're about halfway. So we will touch back on that maybe tomorrow and see what happens. But uh, but yeah, creature world um, going through some struggles right now. Uh, the floor is, is kind of yeah about one ETH, which is low for them. Yeah, this is the really the danger in roadmaps and anticipation when you're an NFT project, right? Now, creature world was some of the best art released this year. I mean, you know, shout out to Charlie Hilton, who really has such a good eye for these things. He was like, those are going to be in the MoMA. And I still actually think they will. I, th- I, I, I think the art on creatures is totally next level, just like doodles, just like any of these other known artists who have, who have committed hard to NFTs. Um, I just think that for the entire project, I kept hearing about, oh, creatures are, you don't even know. The journey has just started. There's creatures world. Like everyone kept talking about this thing. Now, I wasn't in creatures, so I hadn't like dove deep and gotten into the roadmap. But apparently by the time N- NFT NYC occurred, there was a fever pitch for what was about to come. The the creature world uh, roadmap and what they were going to build was next level and and people didn't understand. You know, you anytime you hear a project go, you just don't understand, you just don't get it. I mean, maybe Artifact pulled it off, but usually they don't. And I think here it's it's that case right now. So I. <sighs> I, I'm, I don't, I do think creatures are going to come back, but there is not just an issue with price right now. There are, there is rancor within the community as people believe the roadmap they were promised was changed under their feet by the creator himself. So they feel it wasn't just that he didn't deliver. It was that he changed it without telling them, especially the biggest creature holders. And, you know, people saw these very large creature holders start dumping and that caused other people to start dumping. And I mean, we have seen some projects that were stars of this latest bull run just completely croak the last few weeks, whether we're talking about pudgy penguins or now creature world. Um, which these were two communities you thought were Teflon. And the fact that a fracture within the community, not outside, not by a move that the company necessarily, but fractures within the community have caused just 
absolutely violent dumps that I don't know if pudgy penguins can come back from. And I think Creature World can come back on their art. But man, it, it's been a it's been a rough week for those two communities. And this is just after. I remember the day before Creature World was about to release this Creature Journey or their, their Creature World map or whatever it's called. People were pumped. You saw celebrities buying their fr- I forgot who it was. Uh, someone like literally bought the top before. Shaq, the- I think, no? Uh, I know Shaq got one a couple weeks ago. Someone like the day of ago, the roadmap. Oh. Yeah, someone the day of the roadmap bought creatures like Creature World is today. I'm pumped. I can, and it's just, you know, I, I, I'm i not in that community, so I don't understand the intricacies that led to this. But it's sad to see because these were two of the bigger stories of 2021. Yeah, it definitely feels like um, if anything can absolutely destroy a project, it's descent within the community. Um, you know, as you said, they were they felt like they were Teflon. It didn't matter what the outside world was saying about them. These holders were, uh, you know, hodling uh, better than anybody else. Basically, you know, we talked about pudgy penguins just uh, if, even through the bear market, hardly taking a, a beating. Um, I'm looking at like, you know, a 10,000 item drop in creature world with 6,000 owners. So, you know, the average owner owns less than two of these. Uh, if they're starting to move quickly, it's not just a trading thing. It's like, you know, it's got to be some people like actually divesting themselves of the community. We saw a very large thread. You and I were reading before the show from a punk who owns or I don't know if it was a punk. I'm sorry, but someone who was a very big creature investor who is dumping all their uh, all their creatures as a respect. And this wasn't like he needs the money. This was like I was told something, something completely different occurred. I no longer have faith in the team and I no longer have faith in their ability to execute. It was it was pretty uh, admonishing. Yeah, it's a tough look, but we're going to see whether they're able to come back or not. I mean, honestly, if you're you're pretty liquid and you're thinking about uh, a long term buy, maybe this is a, a pretty good purchase. But I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be too bullish on them in the short term, I suppose. So um, and, and please an be it. yeah, and please be aware of buying anything off the secondary right now that hasn't seen a big pullback is dangerous, as people are going to do some crazy stuff. Over the next nine days, I pre- I'm telling you, I've bought five NFTs for zero over the last few days. OK, this is people are going to do crazy stuff now. So don't go rushing into a floor that hasn't seen a bull, big pullback on the secondary because I think it could suffer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not looking for anything to be having a massive run up unless it's a fresher mint or a newer project. Um, even then, though, like we said, I mean, they just they're the. At the end of the day, the NFT community isn't a huge community right now. I mean, you know, we might be have like 200,000 daily active users, uh, which is not nothing. Obviously, there's a lot of money flying around in the ecosystem with some of the whales and and all of that. But um, I mean, you know, you start to pull a large percentage of a small community away from the computer into uh, family things. You know, there's probably been some instances where, you know, people have spent a large portion of time over the last two or three months in front of the computer. And now it's like, okay, now it's now it's family time or now it's time to see people. Um, a lot of people got killed at the last the end cycle. And all of their ETH is right now sitting in projects that if they do come back, they're not coming back till at next month at the earliest. 
right? So this is, it's the state of the market right now. And people are going to panic and do crazy things. If you're liquid and sitting there on a pile of weath, you are a happy person right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of alpha minters are bullish on the prospects of Weath offers, but I know um, Scott always talks about that too. Is just like now's the time to just start undercutting we, any project that you're interested in. Can, yeah, can we quickly shout out two year flipper? Okay, this is a legend in trading the two year treasury bill in traditional markets. Right, I have known this fine gentleman for uh, going on a decade now. And he was just one of the best bond traders I ever met. He decided that he was going to get ahead of this NFT trend. He joined Alphamint. And yesterday, he was able to flip a bored ape kennel club dog that he had banged out a one weth offer on last Whoa. week. He flipped it for three this week. Okay, because we see what's happening with board apes and everything related to board apes. So if you have the liquid, there are few better plays than banging out weth offers into collections where people desperately need liquidity or they need tax losses into this uh, into this part of the year. So shout out to your flipper. What a trade. What a trade. And uh, to your flipper shows us like way, way too much love on Twitter. Um, (laughs) I say that tongue in cheek because we appreciate it so much. But I mean, this guy's been uh, a huge supporter of Alpha Mint and the AM show. And it's always appreciated, too. Thank Um, you, homie. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks. I didn't realize you guys went so so far back. I knew that it kind of came from uh, your uh, financial fin Twitter fin twit days. Yeah, we're we're Twitter friends. I we we've never gone we're to friends. dinner or anything, but you know when you when you talk with someone for that many years uh, about markets, especially, it's just you know you, you form a bond. So really happy that uh, ah form a bond. I see. Uh, yeah, really happy he, uh, he he made that trade. That was a hell of a hell of a flip for one week. Dope. Amazing. Um, I guess maybe is it that time? Are we thinking that's time for this? Wow. I, I think it is that. Time. All right. Let's uh, let's get this going. So, guys, maybe you heard at the beginning of the show and I am even going to make a quick reminder now on Twitter. We are giving away a little lemon friend. And if you haven't seen him, he is a sprout head with two samurai swords on his back. Pretty wicked little guy, if I do say so myself. And we're going to give them away to someone in the audience right now. So here's what I want everyone to do. If you have your hand up right now, put it down because I am going to ask a trivia question. Now, this trivia question, you would know the answer to if you listened to the interview with Sonerius. Now, you may say, oh, crap. If you didn't, and you're going to try to go rush now and listen. Now, I'm not sure if you're going to have time, but, you know, go for it if you want to. But I am going to ask a question and you have to have your hands down to be eligible until the end of the question. Then you are all going to race and try to put your if you know the answer. If you don't know the answer and you raise your hand, I I may come to you. And if you don't know it, I'm just going to kick you off. We love you. But that's how this contest is going to work. So <laughs> get the hands down. I see Ongos is still up, uh, but he's not eligible anyway, just because. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Of course, Ongos eligible. But put your hand down. Otherwise, I'm not counting you. Uh, but yes. Oh, All right. Back. So here we go. I am going to ask the question now. And then everyone can put their hand up if they know the answer. And I'm going to go in order of whoever put their hand up first. So four. 
the Sprout Head Samurai Little Lemon, I will ask you, what was the business Soneria started in high school that gave him the capital to get into NFTs? All right. Um, I saw Josh Lemonholder and Illidan in that order put their hands up. All right, so here we go. Let's let's bring up our first our first hand, and let us see if he knows the answer to this. GM Josh. All right, GM GM guys, how you guys Good doing? Morning, Josh, how are you? Oh, doing all oh, right. Shit. Oh yeah. He said till after okay. you finished the question. Oh. I'd- Oh, I mean, subject I, I of the question was done. <laughs> See, I had my guy I, and and Josh, we love you, but we do have to stick to the rules. And if you did raise your hand before the question was over, unfortunately, we are going to move you back down to the audience. Oh, brutal, but it's OK. I understand. <laughs> I am See, so that's, quick on, there. that's on me, man. But you have a lovely collection of lemons already. Yeah, no, please, oh boy, DM, do I. Uh, please DM R2 after the show uh, to, yeah. to talk with him about what he did. Um, yeah, so after I was kind of paying attention to uh, that, and I believe it was uh, Lemons fans for life that uh, got in there uh, once the question was done. Lemons fan for life. Come on up and tell us what business did Soneria start in high school that gave him the capital to get into NFTs? We have uh, sent you the request, Lemons fan for life. And I know that is a Penguins fan for life originally. Go Pengs, Pittsburgh, represent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, sir, Uh, what is the answer? The answer is a clothing company. Correct. Woohoo! Fact checkers, we have done it. Yes, correct. We We have a winner. Guys. If you have not listened to the interview with Cenarius about where Little Lemon's friends came from, how he got into NFTs, you really need to because I was bullish on the project before. But what got me to ape was just listening to him talk like you really you have to bet on teams. You have to bet on founders. He just gets it. Uh, Thank you, Lemon's fan for life. You can DM me your uh, address and I'll make sure to get that little lemon over to you. And I really appreciate everybody coming and, uh, and trying today. And yeah, go check out that interview. Here's a fun tip for everyone in the audience who hasn't left already. Cause they were just waiting for the contest. I saw you. Uh, we're going to be giving away more little lemons uh, next week. And that's the people in the audience. And we're paying attention to the people who are here right now, because we are going to come up with some other creative ways uh, to give them out. So please uh, join us next week. We're going to have a, a whole host of, of shows and giveaways as we anticipate maybe a, a small lull in the NFT market until uh, until January. So congratulations, Lemons fans, for life. I will uh, get that over to you. Just shoot me a DM. I, uh, I took the... One, um, oh, sorry, Lemons, go. No, sorry. One thing, since I rugged Josh, DM me, I'll buy you one off the floor. Oh, uh, you don't have to do that. But that's amazing. Oh, that's community. such a nice gesture. See, you see, this is this is the lemon community in a nutshell. In a nutshell, an appeal. I don't even know the what to say. But community. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, the alpha lemon, lemon conglomerate. 
I'm pretty sure the alpha mint community and the lemon community are, are <laughs> almost one in the yeah. same. You want to talk about interoperability. <laughs> exactly. But, yo, shout out. Thank you, Lemons fan. And shout out to everyone in the audience. We got more lemons next week. Do not fret. I also invited Illidan up here to come give me shit. Um, that, <laughs> I, that, that was me. Um, Free Market did a couple pump fakes in the middle of that question. It was me. No, no, no. It's not your fault. But, I, but you had me too. I was like, ooh, ooh. I was trying to put my hand up. It doesn't let me put my hand up because I'm already a speaker. Oh, man. I'm I, off my game today. I, I apologize. But uh, yeah, uh, Lemons fan was uh, was the first. Our Italian friend Dark has come up to say hi. Hello. No, that was a great talk. So, <laughs> just kidding. What's up, Dark? We can't hear you if you're talking. There is a mic issue. Yeah. Oh well, we'll leave him up here. He'll let's start. bring let's He'll bring someone else up. Uh, King Lawson, I don't know if your hand was up because you want to ask a question. This is the AMA part of the show. We're going to just riff a little bit and uh, talk with anybody who wants to talk NFTs right now. So, yeah. Hey, can, can you guys hear me now? I can now. Let's let um, let's let Lawson go first and then you can yell at me to your heart's content. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't hear him. OK, he's muted. OK, cool. The King Lawson, what's going on? I hope this isn't about the the my pet hooligan uh, profile picture. I didn't mean it like that. He did. Okay, he did. Mm, having a hard time hearing you as well. Discord, man, can't live with it. Can't live without it. Tis the way it is. All right, dark. Tell us something. Why are you up here? <laughs> Same thing. This Runs is like Discord. Yeah, this is a who's on first bid right now. Na, na, na. Hi, the King Lawson. Are you back? Is your mic working now? We would love to hear from you. What the heck? What do you mean? I know everybody except R two. I can I can read barely. But I can read. <laughs> we can hear everybody except R two. No, that's not true. Yeah. Um, I would love to talk about very quickly some upcoming projects that I don't. Uh, think- Jesus. There he is. I heard dark He's back. Yes. Uh, it's. <laughs> can you hear me now? It's. Yeah, yeah, you're good, man. We can hear you. <laughs> oh, my God. This is, <laughs> I think he's just trolling us. This is his way of getting back at me. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Hunger Brains. I'm going to be dropping some discords in the general right now of projects that I'm excited about coming up in January. I don't think there's a lot of public mints. And I know Non-Fungible Humans is the 27th. That's one of the public ones I'm aware of. But we've been a little a little light 
on upcoming projects as we've been heading here into the holidays. And I just wanted to highlight four that have intrigued me. These aren't recommendations yet. We're still trying to find out about the projects and the whitelists. But, you know, the first thing that always grabs you is art. These all have cool art and most of them are games. And I think that the gaming meta that calmed down is going to be coming back roaring really hard in the first half of the uh, in the first half of the year. So here's Hunger Brains. And this is going to be a zombie versus human type of P2E situation. The next one I'm putting up is Space Game, which looks, it's, it's Marines in space battling different creatures, also uh, P2E. And then the final game I want to post, uh, which I'm really, really excited about, would be Pixel Quest. Now, we talked about this one a little bit yesterday. Their Discord is closed. And if you didn't do it, you need to go to their Twitter and put on notifications because over the next week or two, they're going to be opening the Discord randomly for 20 minutes to an hour at a time and letting people in. A uh, very effective marketing tool always puts a good amount of mystery around the project. But I, I know the people involved in this one. And there, there's quality devs and, and quality creators behind it. So it's one of the ones I'm more excited for. I will get that Twitter link uh, up as well. So those are just a few projects I wanted to point out here while we're experiencing a bit of a, a lull. And if you find that he's driving in a snowstorm, I hope you're not actually doing the one that's driving while you're <laughs> texting there's and talking. There's snow in Australia? Uh, I don't know even know where he is today. <laughs> Um, he can't tell us his location for safety reasons. That's why he's throwing the snow thing out there. Just let's bring Cass up, and we'll keep Lawson up and see if his uh, if his stuff starts working. Can Cass, you hear me, Cass? We you can. are loud and clear, man. Like guys, man, like you have made me bus up so differently today, man. So <laughs> differently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, differently. Did you end up getting been, uh, sleep? You were up super late with the ghost interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a bit mad. So, like normally I stay up till late anyway. But um, for some reason, I, I don't know if it was you or Free Market, one of the two. Yeah, there, there was a notification that come up, and I was like, oh, let's let's have a listen. It's on Twitter Spaces. I don't have to talk because it's on my tablet, and it doesn't really work in any way. And then it was only when. I think Free Market was asking about things to do with Twitter spaces. Yeah. And I thought, shit, okay, let me get out of bed. Let me go in front of the computer screen and let me see what I can do to help out. And um, that was a cool show, man. That was actually a really cool show. Yeah. sick. Thank you. We were both having a boomer moment there, I think. Maz, <laughs> somewhere just shaking his head at us. He's the Twitter <laughs> space master. But uh, yeah, I, we're learning. It was funny, yeah, though, right? My app had not updated to, to properly do spaces, so I was panicking a little before. But I always love talking to Ghost, especially about art theory. He he's a he's a real student of material and craft. So when I love to just let him talk, like I'll, I'll point out a piece, and he he always has good color on it. And yesterday, I think it was a really great dive into the artist's mind. And man, if you saw the evolution of these Pantone pieces from 
what he started pu- putting out as he was exploring the material and what was possible to what he put out yesterday. I mean, when Lambo, WGMI, can the devs do something? These are all classics to me. I mean, I, I, I cannot, I cannot wait to see what Ghost, you know, continues to produce because every, every iteration just becomes better to me. So I really appreciate you tuning into that space. Is last night we are going to get better at them. Uh, but yeah, it was such a fun conversation. No, the, the guy's a legend. I, I can see him in the audience. He's if, if he's hearing, he's a legend because the art was nuts. And like I said in, in the Twitter spaces, it was it was the titles he gave for the art pieces that were just so inspirational. And yeah, to form, it was no, the legend. Yeah, I, legend. I think my favorite crypto artists are the ones who are making a comment on what's going on right now, because we just we know just the general absurdity of the world we're in. Right. Like, I, I think that we we spend a lot of the day laughing because it's just absurd on every level, whether we're talking about the memes or the things we invest in or the theses we come up with for each other about why you should buy this picture of a moose. You know, I mean, it's all out there stuff. Right. But this yeah. is uh, it's whatever. We love it. And I think um yeah, I think well, Ghost really just gets it. And you can just see it in his art. You can see in the commentary he's been making on the space recently. He's a, he's a triple threat, this guy. He's a legend. Yeah. And he's so humble. He's, he's so humble. That I think that's what was really, was really nice to hear. Like, when I've gone to art galleries uh, to produce my art, um, my photography and stuff... Uh, most of the people that are there, they're just so up their own backside. It's unreal. It really is unreal. And I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, okay, what did he do? You know, but Ghost was just really different. And uh, I really appreciated that yesterday, man. Like, so differently. It's unreal. The yeah, thing that gets unreal. me about Ghost is that, like, these these big name buyers will come in and buy them and they'll seek them out in the DMS and be like, why me? We're like, so many people would be like, hell yeah. Like I'm the shit. Like, of course they're buying. Right. And he's like, what did you like? And you know, he's just like, like free market said, just such a student of art. And uh, you know, he, he really just values like what's working and, 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 you know, how it's making people feel and what they're thinking of is, is art and his commentary. Um, and like you said, it's it, it done in an incredibly humble way too. Right. Rather than just, you know, a lot of people that are able to make really, really bold statements are just really, really bold people. Um, but he, he manages to, to walk that line very, very well. I don't want to embarrass him with this comparison, but it really reminds me of Banksy, right? Because Banksy, yep. Banksy is not just about the images. It's about what each one says, just the brilliant commentary on whatever he's talking about. And this is what really jumped out to me with the ghost drop yesterday. So just, you know, re- really well done, sir. Thank you for, for that drop. To, to be fair also, um, I think, what was it? Domestic violence. That, mm-hmm. that, that, that piece really did leave chills down my spine, you know. Like, yeah. really did. I mean, these are these are powerful, powerful pieces, and I, I just think one day they're they're going to be in Sotheby's and Christie's. I mean, they have they they are that important historically to me on what he's saying about crypto, almost better than anybody else out there. Mm-hmm. Um, another question: um, When I stub you in it? <laughs> when? 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 
when I stop it, no, no, no. You, you, you were saying like projects that are coming in the new year and blah, yes. blah, blah. And, and I just thought to myself, like, listen, you're, you're missing one massive NFT project, which I think is going to personally blow the moon just because of the team that's, that they've got. I guess but, the only reason I hesitate is because they've put out so little information. I mean, how did these guys get 11,000 followers on six tweets? I don't understand. And I've been trying to put everything uh, together. That last video was pretty revealing, and I have to agree with you. I am pretty pumped because I do hear rumors that things are starting next month. Oh, sick! Really? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I might have to beat no, that out. That might just be for like live listeners only. On the recording, it's going to be a long redacted. Yeah. yeah. In the Kaidi's Discord, I am asked 30 times a day about the redacted project they don't even they don't even say it by name it is redacted the funniest thing is even about the um the the twitter marketing on it with only seven tweets um i had this passionate argument which lasted for nearly two hours about organic growth and star wolves now he kept saying oh it's not organic and I was like, dude, I'm not being funny. You've got like, you've got like 124,000 people that follow you on Twitter, but your engagement is only like two likes. So what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Organic. These guys are organic. I jumped on their, uh, I jumped on it. I think I jumped in the first 200, 300 people that when you first posted out. So I've kept an eye on it ever since. And yeah, no, you've used what I believe is you've used the 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 way that the majority of the NFT people think and what gets them going, which is always a case of mystery. Mystery kind of drives the NFT space differently, what I've noticed, because once when you've kind of put all your cards on the table, everyone just says, ah, you know what, we'll leave you for a couple of years and then we'll come back and pick you up when you're on the floor. Um, but because of the whole mystery side, because every other game has gone out there trying to do this, trying to do that. And you guys are just showing things that is completely different to what anyone else is doing. It's, it's game over. It's, it's a well thought out strategy. Well, here at the hair club, here at the hair club for men, I'm not just the owner. I'm also the biggest customer. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that commercial from when we were kids. Oh my God. We're ending the show on that one. Holy <laughs> I just think that when, you know, I'm an NFT fan, like I got into NFTs cause I wanted NFTs. I, I think that through the star Wars project that first and foremost, we're NFT heads. Like that's why we're designing this project and that I hope it comes through because we're designing like that. That is our main tenant here. Is this like this is something we desired and we need it out in the marketplace? So don't worry about that, man. It will happen. You've done it before. <laughs> no, no, it's true though. Come on, man. Like if 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 the lemons had pushed the way it pushed just through the moon lounge, right? <laughs> and not all of us really pushed it. <laughs> Let's well, I won't take credit for that. I, Cenarius, the uh, the young genius, uh, deserves all that credit. I'm glad that uh, Alpha Man could do anything it could, but that is all Cenarius. No, 100%. But then even still, just even if we look at just Alpha Man alone, yeah? And listen, when, when that SW drop happens, I think that's what I'm going to call it from now on, Southwest. Southwest. That's what I'm gonna, Southwest. <laughs> Southwest. All day. 
<laughs> Only <laughs> destination, do we know? <laughs> Beyond oh, the moon. Man. The moon will just be a speck of dust for work. Oh, 100%, man. 100%. Um, are we, uh, what I'm was that sigh? Anyway. Did I just hear a sigh from my co-host? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> you you sigh, are just killing it with the taglines. That's all. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, um, Artie. What's going on? I need to send you. I need to send you something. Um, I need you. I need to send you some lemon something over oh. the post, man. Oh. Lemon something. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas, dude. We'll Christmas. S- yeah, I'll we'll see yeah. if I maybe I'll get a PO box set up or something. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know what is great oh. with lemons is uh, tequila. Mm. Mm. Holy <laughs> limes! It's a lime thing. No, it's not. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right. Everyone in the audience, oh, this is a poll now. I got to put it. Yeah, it is tequila it. and lime. It's the goddamn, uh, it's, it's the song. Look, oh, I don't look- question you about your uh, <laughs> marijuana habits, <laughs> but don't come at me for oh the alcohol. All right? <laughs> marijuana habits. All right. Oh, and nice. <laughs> I like tequila. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll take anything, bros. Like, that's just me. <laughs> right listen i'm gonna keep it going before it starts to turn explicit um uh, guys pleasure as always man um and quick one do you think we're gonna have a holiday party yeah we were just talking about that i think probably finding um sometime in in, in next week just kind of in between christmas and new year's i uh, get together you know if, if anyone wants to share their screen we'll throw some music on and uh, yeah, we'll just have a good time jamming out. But uh, did you guys probably... see the Christmas parade? I, I know you were out that day, but we had the most awesome Christmas parade come through our general uh, oh, was by that the, the, crypto, the crypto hoots. They made yes. they, they made floats and special images and all this cool stuff. Because I'm silly. What can I tell you? <laughs> see, you were from the mouths of babes. The reigning lemon master is silly AF. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, But yeah, I did see the, uh, I did see the floats come through and that was actually a hilarious idea. Um, And apparently we gave them the best reception. So I didn't know who didn't give them a good reception, but shame on them really. Uh, Yeah, we, I, it was really a lot of fun. I think, you know, little things like this, whether you were part of it or not, it shows a community that cares. It's one reason I was bullish on crypto hoots. When you see that community, they're just committed and they care. Um, I don't see a creature world situation happening to them or a pudgy penguins. Um, Yeah. Now they're good people. Smart, smart, smart. Um, so yeah, anyways, um, Cass, I, I thank you for coming up and, uh, you know, honestly, like you, you and a whole bunch of other people are here. Every single show, um, means the world to us. Uh, you know, we shouted out to your flipper, but, uh, you, you deserve just as much love. Um, and, and everybody else in the show, we had over 50 people in the audience for the majority of that. And, uh, you know, if we compare that against the NFT world, um, I think things are only looking up from here and into the new year. So, uh, yeah, free market, anything you want to uh, finish us off with? Uh, no, I think that's it. 
All good to go. All right. Well, like we said, there's going to be, uh, you know, we have the shows for the rest of the week. Next week, we're going to be leaning hard into the, just the giveaways and having a lot of fun with that week, uh, anticipating it to be a little bit slower, as we mentioned, probably 200 times in the show. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for for tuning in. As always, if you were late or you want to catch up on past episodes, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all there for you to listen to in its entirety. And actually, I did some... Uh, a little bit of counting yesterday, and I think that we might be hitting our 50th episode that's been recorded um, as the last episode of the year. So maybe something special for that, too. Can't wait. Lots of can't, fun. Can't believe it. If It's been 50, but it only feels like five. <laughs> <laughs> NFTs. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, Yeah. On that note, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We're going to do it again tomorrow at 930 a.m. And we will do it again and again on Friday and every other weekday after that. So thank you so much. And uh, if free market's not going to say it, I will. Good luck at the tables.